Hello, and welcome to Shorts with Tara and Jill. I'm Jill. And I'm Tara. Today, we are lucky enough to have Dr. Mary Wendell. She is the medical director at Many Tris, and we are going to talk about female hair loss. And obviously, this was prompted by the Oscars situation. But funny enough, ladies, I'll tell you both, um, Saturday night before the Oscars, I was at a birthday party and two women were talking about hair loss with me. And I had said, oh, I actually have worked with Meditress and they are, they're really, you know, known for helping women with hair loss. And then Sunday, voila, the Oscars happen and here we are. So I know that I have, uh, I have recently been curious about preventing hair loss as I, I have a lot of hair as you can see, but I definitely noticed that it's like thinning around my hairline and, um, and even just like all kind of all over, it's not aggressive thinning, but I'm, I am conscious of it. Um, and so I just wonder, I'm 51. Um, Dr. Wanda, when, when is the, the kind of age when most women start to, to worry about it? I will say that the majority of women that we see um, are probably in their 40s to early to mid 50s. And it's really interesting because an article just recently came out in Menopause Magazine, a journal. It's not a magazine. It's a medical journal, which um, they studied hair loss in menopausal women. And they actually found it affects 50% of women going through menopause, which is a huge number. And that's not to say that all of those women are going to lose all their hair, but uh, up to 50% of women going through menopause notice a change and and a little bit of loss of their hair. So it's it's a substantial number of women, and that's primarily the biggest time frame. We do see women as young as in their mid to late teens, and I've actually treated a woman in her 90s, but the majority of women are in their perimenopausal years. So my big question is, is it reversible? Yes, it is. But there's a caveat to that. Um, it depends on when a woman comes to see us. Um, we cannot recover every hair that's been lost if a woman has already lost, say, 50% of her hair. But it is reversible to a point. We can thicken the hair. We can minimize the sort of see-through that a lot of women experience on their scalp. Um, and, and so you can reverse some of it. And certainly, at the very least, we can stop it with, with a lot of success. And what causes the hair loss? Well, for women who are sort of in that perimenopausal time frame, it's, it's driven mostly by hormones. Um, there are some aging effects that occur, some cell death that occurs with aging, but a lot of it is, is driven by hormones, which is true with men as well. It's a hormonally driven problem. Um, for younger women, there can be other issues, whether it's um, autoimmune disorders um, like alopecia areata or... Um, uh, actually, health and diet, um, your, your, your diet and your nutritional status can affect hair loss. But the biggest piece is really hormonal. And does it happen gradually? I mean, we're not talking chunks coming out or, or does that happen? 
It rarely happens. For most women, it's a gradual thing, and it happens over the course of a decade, and then suddenly they're looking in the mirror, which happened to me too, just around my menopause, looked in the mirror and went, oh dear, <laughs> my hair's beginning to thin. Oh, I got to start paying attention to this, which I shouldn't have been surprised about because my grandmother wore a wig. So um, when I saw that, I was like, okay, I've got to focus on this. For women who have alopecia areata, they do lose chunks, literally um, they'll notice in the shower a handful of hair will come out at a time, which is terrifying, really. But for most women, it's a gradual thing. And I find that most women don't talk about this because, you know, I was surprised that when I was at this party that people were actually talking about it because I feel like you don't hear a lot of people, women discussing, maybe they'll discuss Botox or filler, mm -hmm. but not necessarily hair loss. Yes, it's very interesting that someone will feel comfortable talking about their wrinkles and Botox and fillers and all that, but they have this fear about the hair. And I think a lot of that comes from misinformation. They don't know that there can be help for it. So if, if someone's afraid and, and having a lot of fear about their hair loss and think there's nothing they can do about it, I think there's less discussion about it. This is one of the things that we're really hoping to try and do is to open it up and, and make women realize there is help and, and come talk about it and let's make it, make it open and let's make it a comfortable dis discussion. So there are so many different, I feel like when I Google thinning hair, older woman, not that I've ever done that. <laughs> there are so many things that come up and I find it so hard to discern what is just BS and what actually could work. So what do you recommend in terms of kind of filtering out, you know, things that maybe are not as effective as others? What are things that you've seen to be effective? Yeah, it's really hard. This is a multi-billion dollar business, as we all know, hair products and, you know, hair issues. Um, and a lot of it is worthless to be truthful. Um, there's no shampoo product out there that can regrow hair. They certainly can make your hair feel stronger and healthier, absolutely. But there's absolutely no shampoo or conditioning product that's going to regrow hair. Um, the only thing that can, there are a couple things that can help regrow hair and one of which is minoxidil. And that a lot of women will just say, oh, absolutely not. I, I won't do that. But in fact, minoxidil comes in a variety of shapes and sizes and forms. And so we generally can find something that a woman will feel comfortable using. And there are products that do have minoxidil in it, but not, they're not in shampoos. Um, we generally, um, will tell our patients that we only recommend things that we know have been scientifically studied and proven to have benefit. And we've done some of our own studies um, in, our, in our practice. And so it allows us to weed out what we know is, is not useful and to really just stick to those treatments and products that we know will have benefit in terms of strengthening hair and regrowing hair. When do you find women come to you? Do they come to you when it's been going on for a while, when it's almost too, not, I'm not going to say too late, but maybe it's past the time where you could help be preventative? Or do you find that people come early in the process because they don't know what's going on? Yeah, it's really variable. Um, women who are shedding excessively, which we've seen a lot with COVID, um, where they're seeing a lot of hair come out at once, those women come running through the door very quickly because it's so dramatic and it's so frightening and they don't want to lose all their hair. Um, so those women we see early, but for the women who have primarily the, the hair loss, which is called androgenic 
uh, hair loss, which occurs as a result of menopause and hormones. That happens very slowly. So they really get to a point like myself where I'm looking in the mirror and I'm seeing a change and it's probably been going on for, you know, five to 10 years. Um, so it really is dependent on what they're seeing. Um, so it's extremely variable. I will say most women, um, we did our own studies and looked at this. Most women, actually, it's up to five years before we actually see them come through the door. Again, that excludes the women who are having this huge amount of shedding all at once. Um, but it's, it's anywhere from five to 10 years, but closer to five years before women come and seek help, mostly because they don't know that there's help out there to, to see. And just going on the COVID, do you find that because during COVID, it was because people had had COVID that that was affecting their hair or because of the stress of COVID? Yeah, that's a great question. It, the, the answer to that question is both. Um, the women we're seeing who come in with COVID hair loss, it's much more aggressive. It's, it's literally just shedding, shedding, shedding. They see the hair everywhere and it's happening very rapidly and it's kind of scary. And it starts about two months or so after the, the, the illness itself. Um, and it can happen when someone has a mild case or if someone has a really severe case. So you'd think that would make a difference, but in fact, it doesn't. So, so those... Um, that's a big piece of what we're seeing. But the last two years have been so awful for so many people that we're just seeing a lot of women coming in that are, are really are already our patients saying, I don't know what's going on this last year. My hair's shedding and it was so good for a while. And some of that is just the chronic stress and, and the losses that all of us have felt and how it affects hair. Some of the worst hair shedding that I've ever seen in my practice occurred in, a, in, a, in an older woman. She was in her early 70s who just from stress, family stress and family conflict, she lost over 50% of her hair. The good news is hair loss that's due to illness and stress like that will recover and grow back. So tell us about Meditras. I'm interested to know what you guys do and how long does it take to see results? Um, Meditress, it's interesting how we got to this place, because um, I actually am a, an internist by training, and I was in general medical practice for over 30 years. But um, Meditress really came from a place about 10 to 15 years ago where we were, we were seeing more women walk through the door asking questions about their hair. And we realized there was not enough out there to help women. And so we started looking into more treatments. We started doing our own research um, to come up with um, a treatment plan for different types of hair loss. And so it really came out of a place of, of a need. Um, women saying, hey, I, I need some help. And uh, my husband actually does um, hair transplants. And so he was seeing more women walk through the door as well. And it's, it, it, there weren't as many solutions available to women at that time. So now we have more choices, we have more, more solutions, we have more treatments. And so we really, we look at this as a medical practice. We see women come in, we determine the actual cause of their hair loss, because there's a good five to six types of hair loss that can occur. We really have to figure out what the cause is before we can determine a treatment plan. And it's extremely varied and it's very individualized. So um, treatment plans, help stabilize the loss and in many cases can help regrow. And if someone is, it's, we really ask the patient, what is your goal here? 
Is your goal to stabilize and keep you where you are, or are you looking to regrow some of what you've lost? Because that will determine our, our plan. Um, and so for women who want to stabilize their loss, they can notice a change within a few months. The shedding diminishes, the hair starts to thicken a little bit and feels healthier. And so within three to four months, they'll notice that change. For women who want to do a regrowth program, it can take up to a year before they'll see the maximal benefits of regrowth. But it can they can start to see it within about six months, but it may take a full year to see the full benefit. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. I mean, I, I think you've just educated us a great deal. Jill, do you have any more questions? Um, so where can people find you? Well, we have um, an office in Wellesley. Our Metatrust office is in Wellesley. That's our home office. We also have an office in um, Worcester, Mass, as well as in Westchester, New York. Um, so they can just look us up um, online and give us a call. We generally can see patients within a week or two, so we can get you in pretty early and sometimes earlier if there's a more urgent need for that. Um, so we're pretty available. And they have an Instagram. Just a- <laughs> yes, we do. we do have Instagram. Yes, we do. And it, roughly what's the sort of cause people should look at? I'm sure there's a huge range, but how do you think about that? Yeah, there is a huge range. And and again, it depends on what their goals are. And we try to we try to help them walk through the process of making that decision. I don't expect anybody to come in to be evaluated and to see us and then make that decision that day, although there are some women that do. Um, and so we the cost can vary from just a few hundred dollars if we're talking about uh, supplements, which can help, um, or some minoxidil products, which can help. Um, but if you're talking about the full aggressive regrowth program, you know that can be on the order of three to four thousand um, dollars. But again, there's everything in between, and when we do try to make it affordable as much as possible to women, we try to work with them as much as possible. Great. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, We will let you guys know when this is out. And if you want to reach Dr. Wendell, you can go to the website or you can check out their Instagram or you could ask me because I've worked with them. They're amazing. So (laughs) thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We would love to answer any of your questions on future episodes of Shorts. Bermuda Shorts. Jean shorts, short shorts, boy shorts, tennis shorts, cargo shorts, beaded shorts, running shorts, board shorts.